Welcome to Covenant Cast. In this podcast series, Pastor Tim Fisher will be discussing short answers to your questions. Episode 3, Does the Bible Really Say I Should Tithe? On today's episode of the podcast, I want to deal with what I think can be a fairly controversial question within the church. Uh, That being, does the Bible say I should tithe? So let's start with some New Testament principles, because often the criticism about tithing is contained and encapsulated in that it is an Old Testament principle, and as such, under grace, it is no longer a requirement for the believer. So let's start with what Jesus said. In Matthew chapter 6, Jesus makes it very clear. In fact, in the chapter, as the chapter is laid out for us, he talks about giving twice. So let's start with the foundation beyond tithing that every follower of Christ should be a giver. There is no biblical instruction or allowance for his followers to be materialistic to the point where giving is not a part of their everyday lives, where it is not a part of their spiritual disciplines, where it's not a part of manifestation of our pursuit of him and his purposes in the earth. In Matthew chapter 6, Jesus articulates twice that Every one of his followers should be a giver. In Matthew chapter 23, and I think that this is a fairly important verse, but in Matthew chapter 3, verse 23, Jesus says this, Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You gave a tenth of your spices, your mint, your dill, your cumin, but you have neglected the more important matters of the law, justice, mercy, and faithfulness. You should practice the latter without neglecting the former. So what is Jesus saying there? Uh, Jesus is saying that you should tithe, you should give, but you should also give your faithfulness, you should also give justice, and you should also be a giver of mercy. I really think fundamental to the discussion, and sometimes the argument, sadly, about tithing under the new covenant is the motivation or the attitude that followers of Christ are looking for a reason to somehow escape or not be held responsible to give or a way of justifying not giving 10% of our income uh, for the work of advancing God's kingdom on the earth. I also think fundamental to this approach is if your motivation is to keep more of what you have for yourself and release less of what you have to advance God's kingdom, your heart is already wrong. Jesus very specifically taught that where a person's treasure is, there their heart is also. And so Jesus commends us, don't lay up 
treasure on the earth, where moth and dust corrupt, where thieves break in and seal. But lay up for yourselves treasure in heaven, where moth and dust don't corrupt, and where thieves don't break in to steal. So I would just challenge everyone, first and foremost, who's listening to this podcast, if your motivation, and be honest with yourself, if your motivation in your heart is to say, I don't want to give 10% of my income, and I want someone to explain to me why I am empowered by the New Testament to give less than what they were instructed in the Old Testament to give, I would humbly submit to you that your heart is already wrong. Now, I don't say that with any arrogance or malice. I'm just saying that in the New Testament, and I think this is important to understand, Jesus is not requiring less from us. He's requiring more. You say, well, how can that be possible? Well, in the Old Testament, it was very much about behavior. It was very much about outward expressions of uh, devotion or allegiance to God. But in the New Testament, it is very much about love. And I would submit to you that loving God, loving your neighbor, is way harder, is way more than giving just 10% of your income. And so what does all of this mean? Well, I think at its core, all of us should be reminded that to whom much is given, much is required, as Jesus said. And the New Testament isn't about Jesus requiring less from us. It is not an ever-increasing decline that Jesus is asking from us. In fact, it is ever-increasing maybe even to our lives. John tells us in the book of Revelation that this is how we overcome the enemy. By the blood of the Lamb, the word of our testimony, and we did not love our lives unto death. If I am to be someone who is willing to give their life, and I'm not willing to give a portion of my monetary resources. How in the world can I say that if that moment ever came where my life would be required of me, that my heart was so greatly and firmly established in his hands, in his kingdom, that I would be willing to give my life, but not my money. So I said all of that to say this. I truly believe tithing is the base I truly believe that that is where we start, but it's not where we should end. Could you imagine giving 20% of your income, giving 25% of your income to the purposes of God, giving 50% of your income, giving 70 or 80% of your income to the purposes of God and watching God multiply the remainder exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think meeting all of our needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus as we gave. If you're someone who thinks, well, giving 15%, giving 
giving more than 10%. That's, that's not why I'm asking this. I'm, I'm trying to get out of giving the 10%. I'm not trying to give more. I'm trying to give less. Once again, I would submit to you very humbly and meekly that that attitude of the heart is incorrect and cannot be justified by any New Testament principle whatsoever. And so we can argue, and I think it is a, it's a fair presentation to say that tithing is an Old Testament principle. That is not to say that there isn't value in it, but I understand the point. But what is the New Testament principle? If we are to be ever giving more into the kingdom, then we should not be limited by a percentage. I think all of us should be striving to give more than 10%, more than 12%, more than 15%. We should be willing to give it all if he asks us to. And that comes from a condition of our heart. So to answer the question, does the Bible really say I should tithe? Well, I think Jesus makes it pretty clear in Matthew chapter 23, verse 23, that we should give monetarily, we should give mercy, we should give our faithfulness. And I think that the rest of the New Testament backs that up, that we should be givers, that our righteousness is not found in the percentage of our income that we give, but with the love and the tenacity for Christ in which we give it to see his kingdom and his purpose advanced in our world. And so I want to encourage you today, if you're someone who's struggling with well, it's Old Testament, so I don't have to do it. Think about this. Instead of saying, well, I don't have to give 10, so let me give three. Why don't you just try thinking of it in the other way? Well, I don't have to give 10, so why don't I give 20? Why don't I give 23? Or just take the percentage off altogether and say, Lord, I'm going to give, and I'm just going to keep giving because you're a giver because of what you have given to me. So our righteousness is not, is not found in fulfilling any Old Testament principle, whether it's tithing or anything else. But we do find great reward in giving. And I would encourage you, if you're not a giver, start with 10%. Start with 10. Start with the tithe. And continue to think about these principles and concepts that we've discussed here today. Ask God to show you what it is that he would have you do. He is always faithful. Thank you for listening to this episode of Covenant Cast. If you have a question you would like to submit, please visit our website, clci.us, or you can send us a message on Facebook at Covenant Life Church International. Please make sure you are subscribed to this podcast so you do not miss any future episodes. We will see you next time in Jesus' name.